Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bharat Army podcast. We are back for a new episode in which today we are going to be discussing the England Test Series coming up. Um, and we're all here, ready for it, unlike uh, the television sponsorship in the UK, in which we still don't know who's going to be broadcasting it. So uh, there you go. We'll have, to, we'll have to wait on that. But we're here in the meantime to give you all the uh, ins and outs of the England Test Series. Um, let's see which cricket connoisseurs are uh, are on this podcast. We've got Naresh from Pune. Naresh, have you come down from Cloud Nine yet? After that bumper edition two hour podcast about the Australia series? Uh, no, no, Ashish, not yet. Still excited and up there to now squash England at home. <laughs> Squashing—that's what we want to do. We want a good yeah. squashing in this series. We don't want any drama. We want a nice, good thumping. Yeah. Um, we've also got Dia joining us again on this podcast. How are you doing, Dia? Yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited to talk about this England series. Finally, time to uh, vasool the lagan, if I uh, term that. Uh, because last time we lost against England in England. So this time it's our home ground and we're going to win it. Very excited to talk about the series. Yes, indeed. Yeah, let's hope uh, Let's hope we can resurrect uh, the spirit of winning at home in this series. Uh, we've also got joining us Neha, who's back on the podcast after a long time. How are you doing now? I'm great, Ashish. Very well. And I think all the cricket pundits are already saying that uh, India is going to win this series for zero. So I hope we are at it and continue to remain in the red hot form that we are. We were in Australia. Yes, indeed. Well, you know, I'm, I'm usually quite a pessimist, although it's hard to be pessimistic, pessimistic about this series. Uh, we are playing again at home and uh, India are a very strong team at home. And uh, England can be uh, up and down when it comes to them being away from home. So let's see what we can pull out. So the test series, uh, there's going to be four tests. The first one starting on the 5th of February, um, which is going to be at Chennai. We've got as I said, four tests. Two of those tests are going to be at Chennai. Those two tests start on the 5th of February and the 13th of February. And then we've got the two tests after that that are both in Ahmedabad um, on the 24th of February and the 4th of March. Um, Naresh, what is the crowd situation with, uh, with the whole test series going on? Yeah, so though the government of India has announced they are okay for crowds to be back in sporting arenas, that's a very generic thing, sporting arenas. So basically all the sports, because there is even soccer going on in India currently. So uh, uh, they're looking at 50% starting from the second test. Uh, yeah, that is still subject to the local approval, subject to even the English board accepting it because... You know, in the initial, before the series started, they had a say on, uh, you know, they requested India to avoid getting crowds in. So we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But as of now, the announcement is that the government India says 50% allowed uh, from the second test is for the cricket. And obviously there are other sports that are going on currently. Uh, they would also follow that. Yeah. Okay. And as you can see, we've got a latecomer who's uh, joined us on the podcast. We've also got Naren from Australia, uh, who's just joined us. How are you doing, Naren? You Okay. I'm okay. My sincere apologies. I, I oh, went for a run okay. and I, I lost track. I, I, that's why I'm sweating. I'm crashing back. And oh, <laughs> hey, listen, we, we oh, like yeah. a good sweat on this podcast. It keeps the drama going. <laughs> Um, I sense my sincere apologies. That's okay. No worries. No, and we're just talking about the first two uh, podcasts. Uh, sorry, the first two tests even, which are going to be at uh, at Chennai. Um, yeah. So we're talking about the crowd situation down there. The you know the consensus seems to be no crowd at Chennai, but possibly a crowd for the second one. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think uh, Chennai has always been one of the greatest in India, probably one of the oldest uh, stadiums. Uh, uh, maybe Eden can't speak to it, but uh, otherwise, uh, 
it has a fantastic atmosphere that's the closest to my hometown as well so i i come from tamil nadu which is and my hometown is 3 kilometers down south of chennai and the atmosphere has always been electric over there and it has a very good uh, crowd who actually embraces test cricket like now other cities uh, uh, every test match is uh, it's always full over there and uh, india has a very strong record as you can uh, see in the last 10 years uh, we probably lost i think the last test match we lost there was 99 if i remember correctly i could be wrong against pakistan and i remember watching it and it was a massive heartbreak sachin tendulkar was playing with his back pain and uh, we lost the match by 12 runs or 13 runs i think uh, he scored a fantastic century sachin was stuck ran through the tail and uh, it was a very unfortunate match but i think that was the last game that we lost there uh, and uh, it has been a fortress for us uh, it's a sad situation that we, we can't have crowds for the first test I think the government has permitted 50% crowds for the second test onwards, and uh, I am uh, pinning my hopes. I have been asking my friends if they are going and 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 trying to bring, and they are asking why are you not here? The, the borders in Australia have closed, so I can't really join you guys. Otherwise, I would have. And uh, but anyway, let's fingers crossed for the second test. I mean, TNCA secretary has has already said like. Uh, we are uh, working on war footing to to make make that possible if if the government allows it. Uh, originally, there were reports that that said that uh, it was the English team which requested no crowds, but uh, I don't know what the actual official status are uh, from them. To be honest, and they haven't uh, released anything on that front. So, but the government has permitted, so hopefully uh, there will be crowds for the second test. Yes, indeed. Yeah, Neha. So we've got uh, two, the first two tests at Chennai, uh, as we mentioned. The next two tests at Ahmedabad, the newly revamped Ahmedabad Stadium, which is uh, one of the biggest cricket stadiums in the world now. Right. I think uh, coming to Chennai as well, uh, it is definitely one of the important grounds. If I remember, uh, back in 2016, we had probably one of the highest scores of approximately 700 uh, in December 2016 when we played against England. Uh, Virat scoring a century. I think one of the players called Nair making a triple hundred. Karun or Karun Nair, I don't Karun remember. Nair. So I'm sure. I mean, Chennai would definitely be a treat uh, to watch and some explosion both from the both uh, batsmen from India and England. So I think uh, the people should definitely like if they allow, they should definitely go and do not miss the Chennai match, especially if they want to see some great batting from both the sides. Apart from that, Ahmedabad, uh, as you said, it's a big ground. I think there probably government could allow again fifty percent sure and shot, and I'm sure people will be more than willing to go. And uh, because I think it will be probably the first match ever that will be played there uh, in Montreal, if I'm not wrong, after it's reopened as well. So I think people should just go in and watch. I mean, it's a great opportunity. Yeah, they are. Um, obviously, we're living in the age of uh, of COVID nineteen, of course, and and bubbles, and you know all of all of that kind of stuff that comes with it. So, I guess uh, the authorities kind of had their hands tied with doing uh, two tests at each of these stadiums back to back. Um, yeah, definitely. And I feel that uh, cricket is happening in India after like whole one years. So it's a big thing in itself, and I think that if the people in India they they need to follow the protocols as well. It's very important. They can't be, you know. Uh, Lethargic with all the rules and everything. This is what I feel. If they, if, if the uh, BCCI and the government is going to allow them, it's very, very important on the part of the audience as well to follow the rules and the regulations. If we are going to be allowed, and on the other hand, it was not feasible on the part of BCCI as well to, you know, host um, 
four test matches in four different venues so i think this was a more feasible option uh, and again kudos to the ground staff as well if they can prepare the pitch uh, again uh, for like consecutive two test matches on the same ground so that's on uh, the ground staff as well and on the other hand bcci as they said that they have faced a lot of financial issues uh, in this uh, 12 months i don't know how much truth is that but what being what uh, us being one of the richest boards ever if they have said that okay we'll agree so it's really important if they're going to allow the crowd they can you know that's also a source of revenue for them so i think if uh, the crowd will be allowed it's for good for the bcci as well and we as cricket fans we love to go to stadiums and watch the matches so it's going to be great for both of us so Hmm. So just to, just to yeah, add uh, bcci and financial issues don't go hand in hand so <laughs> <laughs> very true very true um i i just want to touch on the whole pitch situation uh for a minute because uh, uh noresh if i can come to you very quickly um we've heard the odd rumor come out about uh the pitch at jenai at the moment and uh the groundsman preparing what was been called in the tabloids an english style wicket definitely little grass and and you know this is something which is happening across the country uh, ashish you know they, they they want to raise the standard of the pitches in india um, you know we want to see a good 4 to 5 days of test cricket and as they are mentioned they're going to play back to back test cricket in the same venue uh, they need to have the pitch that will hold on for you know you can say 10 days though they i think the the square in chennai has about 4 or 5 pitches so uh, but yeah, coming, even even amdabad you know i i closely followed the sayed mushtaq ali after the quarter finals or rather from the quarter finals there is dead grass on the pitch but you know if you see the final you know in a t20 dinesh karthik played for spinners in the final and they won the game so uh, you know this this is something uh, which is not going to bother much there would be grass but uh, you know the kind of heat we currently have during the days uh it's just a few couple of hours in the beginning freshness otherwise i think it will be a great batting pitch throughout in both the cities okay and uh, you know just very quickly if we just t- touch on this topic obviously they are mentioned uh you know kind of how the crowds need to follow the protocol and everything but nadesh what's the reaction been um just from the general public in india and just you know in in the newspapers and talk of the town about crowds actually being allowed into the stadiums for these matches yeah, it's it's uh yeah. Uh, yeah a, a, a cricket fan would be happy about it but yeah there are many experts who are saying it's uh, not something good to be done at this point of time because uh, you know talking about amdavad which is we are proud about it one one point uh, i mean a lakh in 10000 50% is nearly 60000 which could fill up uh, you know sydney or so uh, uh, people are not uh, you know kind of uh, very excited about the fact that we are allowing this at this point of time uh, especially when uh, you know still we are not sure of the vaccination bit has just started it's still not open to the general public uh, you know the bcci rather is back and working with the government to have the players ready for ipl with vaccination so all these things are going on at the back end but yeah it's not uh, something which people are very excited about there are apprehensions and uh, especially you know what happens in australia and uk there's a lot of uh, you know contactless environment of ticketing also you know everything is happening on the web e tickets and all that's not the culture in india you know there are box offices there are you know windows where people queue up to buy tickets so how they're going to get that done uh, that's going to be a bit of uh, you know a concern uh, but i think it's the optimism which the government wants to come out with to get sporting events back to normal 
but apprehensions are there. So we may not see that many of crowds still to start with. Mm, okay, interesting. Well, well, yeah, we'll see how that pans out. Yeah. Um, moving on to the uh, the squads that have been selected, uh, who's actually going to be playing in uh, in these matches? So uh, let's first talk about the India squad. Um, so I've got the list in front of me of uh, who's playing. We'll just I'll just quickly run through. So Virat Kohli obviously is back as the captain. Ajinkya Rahane is uh, retained as the vice captain. We've then got Rohit Sharma, Mayank Agarwal, Shubman Gill, Jadeshwar Pujara, KL Rahul. Hardik Pandya, Rishabh Pant, Ridhiman Saha, Ravi Chandran Ashwin, Kuldeep Yadav, Akshar Patel, Washington Sundar, Ishan Sharma returning as well from injury, Jaspreet Bumrah, Mohammed Siraj, and Shadul Thakur. Um, let's go over to Naren. Um, Naren, are there any big surprises in that list for you or any names that kind of yeah. stand out? No, I don't think so. The top five selects itself, to be honest. I mean, there, there shouldn't be any any surprises unless there is a last-minute injury or something. I mean, you're going to have uh, Gil and Rohit Sharma opening the batting and then Pujara at number three and Virat Kohli and Ajinkya Rahani. I don't see any any changes to the top five for sure. And then I'm not sure who they're going to play when it comes to the third spinner role. I, I do not expect India to field three bases unless the pitch is going to have... Uh, a lot of grass uh, or with an English change to it. Because uh, interestingly, uh, you touched on the pitch earlier, the wicket uh, that is being prepared in Chennai. Uh, there are going to be two squares at the moment. Uh, that's what the, uh, the curator is preparing. So they are not going to play on the same wicket for both the test matches. And uh, the guy who is preparing the wicket in Chennai, he's, uh, this is his debut as well for preparing a, a, a wicket for the test match. Uh, so he's doing it for the first time. He's actually a full-time businessman. And then at Tamil Nadu Cricket Association offered him the role to uh, prepare the wicket for this test match. And uh, he uh, got permission from his family to take this as a full-time job. And <laughs> he's doing it here. He's a textile business a businessman. And he runs a cricket academy in his hometown as well. And, uh, and uh, he's been preparing wickets for Ranji trophies and other things. But um, it's going to be interesting. And, and I think... Uh, I think unless uh, if there are going to be live grass and if it is going to be anything like uh, you know uh, Melbourne or 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 uh, or Baston, then then maybe they will play three seamers. Otherwise, I don't expect India to play uh, three seamers. Uh, uh, most likely, it will be Shan Sharma and Bumrah. Uh, I think uh, will be the top two paces, and then uh, Ashwin will be playing as well. So we got three and. And Rishabh Pant will be the keeper, I believe. Uh, I don't expect them to change uh, in that front either. So we got nine players already. So the next two is going to be the million dollar question, I think. Uh, I suspect Kuldeep Yadav will be the or will be a sure, sure shot for this game. Um, and then uh, uh, because England has a weakness towards the left-arm spinner, they might play except Patel. So that's that's my probable event for the first test, unless there are any. If it is going to be a green wicket, then they might uh, play Siraj uh, in, in place of Aksar Patel, I think. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's my opinion for the first test. Uh, second test could be uh, three spinners for sure. Uh, I don't expect them to uh, uh, give them a, a green wicket uh, more than that. But having said that, the last series when we played in India against South Africa, all three wickets were they were not dust balls by any means. I mean, they were actually uh, seeming wickets and there was a lot of uh, uh, fast bowlers had a lot of uh, what do you call purchase from the wicket uh, in those wickets. And and uh, so South Africa had one of the best chances to uh, beat India in India uh, in a long time and uh, they didn't make use of it, to be honest. 
And uh, the same can be said about the last uh, series deciding wicket in Dhammashala in 2017. And that was not a, a, an Indian wicket at all. It was a steaming and swinging wicket. And uh, it was a very good wicket where we beat Australia in their own game. Because all the talk was about uh, how Australians are going to play the spin. And then the, the seamers uh, did the damage for, for India in that, uh, in, the, in that wicket as well. So, so that that will that will be my uh, probable eleven. So let's see uh, what the others have to say. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, Dia, uh, Dia. What do you think about the uh, the squad and which uh, people you kind of think will be back in the uh, in the opening lineup for the first test? Well, again, for the opening lineup, it has to be uh, Gill and Rohit for me. Rohit has done pretty well in India. He has got like. He has done pretty well. His record is pretty good. Like he has averaged so well, like 90 plus average in India. Five centuries he has got uh, in test matches while playing in India. So I think his record speaks for itself that he has to be there. And Gil again, he has performed so well in his debut series um, for us against Australia. So he has to be there. Um, feeling bad for Mayank Agarwal, to be very honest. I mean, he deserved a chance, but I don't see him making a, a place in this playing 11 as of now. Uh, unless any of our openers make some mistakes and again we see some switchings happening that, that, that we have been seeing. So the openers have to be them only the, the, that they, that we were seeing in Australia. I was uh, shocked with Pandya's selection. I'm actually confused rather than shocked that uh, on what basis he has been picked up. Is he like an all-rounder for us or is he playing as a pure batsman for us? This is something that I really, you know, of course, no one knows about it. But uh, again, uh, we don't know if he's going to bowl or not. If he gets to bowl, I might have him, uh, him in my playing eleven because if he's uh, if he's been included in the squad, then he is meant to play. He him being one of our key players, and if he's purely there as a batsman, that then again, I don't see him uh, making into the team. And again, uh, it depends as well uh, whether we're going to have um, Saha as well in our team or not as a pure wicketkeeper. Not as a batsman, as a pure wicketkeeper. While on the other hand, we can have Rishabh Pant as a pure batsman. But again, I think that Washington Sundar can also be given a chance. I think Ravichandran Ashwin uh, and of course both of them are offies. Uh, Earlier, I was not, you know, was not fancying this uh, thought of having two offies in uh, one playing eleven because. But again, they both have different kind of style while bowling, and uh, it's their home ground as well. Chennai being their home ground. But one thing, you know, of course, like I'm not saying that we should not have Ashwin. So this is, uh, I think, Ashwin has not got a great record against England in like while bowling in India like in 15 tests he has picked up like 56 wickets and he has averaged 36.5 and something with a strike rate of 77 that is very unlikely of Ashwin we don't expect him to you know be like that in India that too against a team like England so that's where we're going to miss a all-rounder like Ravindra Jadeja. And then we have got a like-for-like -like replacement in the name of Aksar Patel. But I don't see him uh, making uh, uh, him making a place in the playing 11 in the starting, uh, like for sure. We can have Washington Sundar. Uh, although, again, I said two offies, but I think that both of uh, their bowling style is different. So like he can come handy as an all-rounder as well. We have seen him performing with the bat. So I think Washington Sundar can be there. Shadul Thakur has like done nothing wrong to not be there in the squad as well. So I will uh, I will be confused too, like uh, whether we should have three spinners. We can have then Washington Sundar, Kuldeep Yadav, and Ravichandran Ashwin, or we can have three pacers as well in the name of um, Bura is there. Ishan Sharma is coming back, and yeah, I guess he's just three wickets away from his 300th Test wicket. Him becoming, I guess, the sixth uh, Indian bowler to take uh, 300 wickets. 
so yeah test wickets so yeah uh, i think he should definitely be there he was he was like completely out of the series against australia so this is his time to you know be back and uh, do well and we can have shardul thakur as well but i think that they are going to go with a three spin bowling attack only with uh, maybe washington sundar and kuldeep and ashwin rest of batting order is quite sorted i feel that um, uh like our batting looks pretty much sorted so we can go with like um, again as i mentioned the openers and we have got tejesh pujara virat kohli jk rahane and rishabh pant is also there so yeah so that looks pretty much sorted now it depends that what we are going to do with the all rounder spot that that is left rest i think look, i think looks good yeah i suppose a lot of that depends on whether hardik pandya is actually fit enough uh to bowl um maybe he might be able to bowl an over here or there but he's obviously obviously had his back problems uh in the past couple of months um neha neha what do you think of the squad i think pretty much uh, in contention to what uh, dia and narendra mentioned in terms of the batting order that looks a bit sorted with rohit and gil opening and pujara coming in uh vk and then having rishabh pant as well as a wicket keeper I think with Rohit Sharma, yes, he's had good uh, records here in India, but I think he hasn't has that level of success as he has in ODIs in Test as well. So I I feel and because I feel I want Sharma to really perform this series, I want like a Sharma show in this particular entire series. Probably uh, needs to curb his natural attacking game for a while, uh, settle down in the pitch for say thirty minutes, and then probably start playing his natural game. For example, in ODI, as we say that you know if Rohit Sharma is there on the pitch for ten overs, then after that he can literally go and attack and destroy the opposition. So maybe I want to see more of that. Want to see him settle more in the pitch and play for a longer time. So I'm really hoping for a Sharma show here. Virat Kohli, I think, has gone without a tan for one and a half year now. So I'm sure he is eager to get back to the groove and make a tan or double hundred if possible in Chennai. Chennai is a ground which is good for batsmen as well. Uh, uh, I think you will definitely miss Ravinder Jadeja. That for me is currently a huge blow to the uh, squad. As Dia mentioned, I think England uh, they struggle against the left arm spin a lot. We see the, saw that in Sri Lanka also. I think it was Lasith uh, who is the left arm spin in Sri Lanka, and England team clearly struggled against him. So that is one loss that I think might impact. I think Jadeja would have been lethal in Chennai. Like it would have been completely his show. Again, not sure if Akshar completely could replace him at the moment uh, in terms of that attack. He's comparatively new. but uh, i think we will probably go with three spinners and two pacers in the form of ishant is obviously back bumrah is back uh, kuldeep is there uh, washi can come in as a handy batsman also we've all known and we've all seen that in australia as well in terms of ashwin ashwin i think with jadeja not there uh, he could probably be a good balance in terms of an all rounder as well we've seen that in australia and probably he doesn't have a decent average in terms of wicket uh, taking or bowling with england but he is if if we compare india england he comes in the top 5 run getters for india so that could probably be one addition he could take on that extra added responsibility which we don't have currently and fill in jadeja's vacuum but uh, had jadeja been here it would have been a superb uh, squad i think and hardik pandya i don't see as as there has been doubts whether he is in for a middle order batsman or as he is he in for an all rounder but he is not going to bowl so not sure where his fitment lies entirely but uh, otherwise the batting seems sorted in bowling there could be a few changes here and there but uh, 
I would also feel if the newcomers, not the newcomers, but uh, people who performed well in Australia, like Shardul or Siraj, gets a chance somehow. Looks difficult with Bumrah and Ishant now back into the squad, but maybe somewhere if they can get a chance. Yeah, still <laughs> no love for uh, Mayan Kokohal. <laughs> I can't even say that without laughing on this <laughs> podcast because we love talking about Mayan Kokohal. Uh, I'm missing uh, Ashan. Is it Ashan? Uh, uh, Ahan, uh, yeah. Ahan, Ahan, is, Ahan. The, uh, is our man. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping for him to turn up and fight for Mayan Kokohal, to be honest. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Well, you know, who knows? He may be able to uh, get back in the squad if he can uh, impress Shastri. Oh, he's the, got. Yeah, he's got Radman's uh, average in India. So I think he averages 120 or something uh, in India. So it is a shame that he can't find a place in the squad, but oh, that's tough. I mean, it's a good problem to have for India, I guess. So. <laughs> yes, indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, Naresh, what do you th- think about this squad? Yeah. So for me, Kuldeep is a definite start. Uh, you oh. know, uh, left arm bowler, uh, he's got some good good number of wickets at home and unfortunately could not feature in any test in Australia. And with Jadeja unfit, um, they would they would uh, want to start with Kuldi. But I think both the teams would look at a 3-2 combination, two, maybe two spinners and three paces, depending on what they feel on Thursday morning. Uh, in my squad, as everyone was saying, Hardik Pandya, if he's bowling fit, he walks into the side. But in case he's not 100%, uh, he, he doesn't get a place. But the top six is uh, well settled with Kohli coming in at four. Definitely, that makes a very, very good middle order. And Rishabh Pant plays as a batsman who can keep. So, uh, you know, uh, yeah, Ashwin. And then, yeah, one position still is left, uh, whether they want to play a spinner or an all-rounder in Shardul or Washington Sundar. Ishant, and surprisingly, Bumrah will make his test debut in India. He's not played test match in India at all. So, uh, <laughs> So it's good to have Ishant back with his experience in this uh, bowling attack. So yeah, one position depends whether a third spinner or mostly it's going to be Siraj or Shardul Thakur. Uh, for me, yeah, that's that's going to be the eleven. But yeah, yeah, my, as you were mentioning, Mayank unfortunately would would be given more time to settle down with uh, all the technical issues that he needs to sort. And Gil and Rohit uh, probably, if they continue what they did in the last two tests in Australia, maybe we can see a long partnership coming up soon. But things in Ahmedabad, the first test with pink ball could be a little different. You know, uh, uh, we'll, we'll we'll have to look at how the batsmen do in the first two sets, uh, two test matches to decide for pink ball if we want to get in an extra batsman in between. Yes, indeed. Yeah, pretty pretty settled India squad, really. Um, I think we can kind of all uh, all attest to. Um, let's stick with uh, with Naresh for the uh, for the time being, because of course we haven't talked about the opposition yet, yeah. and uh, we are of course playing an England team who are who are fresh off beating Sri Lanka at home. Um, however, you know, all due respect to Sri Lanka, but they are uh, they are a team in uh, in transition at the moment. But this is the squad. This is the England squad. If I can quickly just run through them, so Joe Root, of course, is their captain. Um, we then have Moen Ali, Don Bess, Stuart Broad, Rory Burns, Joss Butler, Zach Crawley, Ben Folkes, Dan Lawrence, Jack Leach, Ben Stokes, Ollie Stone, Dom Sibley, Chris Wokes, Jofra Archer, and James Anderson. So, uh, you know, pretty much the usual suspects there for England, really. Um, Naresh, what do you make of that squad? It actually uh, did, you know, what we saw in Sri Lanka. I think the top three uh, are quite new to uh, subcontinent conditions. 
but besides that, it's a wonderful side. If you start from number four with Joe Root, uh, Butler available for the first test, so definitely is going to play. Uh, you know, coming in at five, and then Ben Stokes is back at six. Moin Ali uh, unfortunately missed out uh, Sri Lanka uh, purely because he tested positive, so he had to be quarantined. But he was with the squad, so he Moin Ali had a wonderful uh, last uh, tour to India. You know, uh, he was yes, he, he did, and yeah. yeah, he and Joe Root uh, were the top scorers last time. He had two hundreds, Moin Ali. So he definitely comes in. So Ben Stokes and Moin Ali at six seven as all rounders, and then. What's going to be interesting is uh, uh, whether they will play Broad and Anderson together. We didn't see that in Sri Lanka, uh, um, but yeah, as you say, it's a different uh, opponent. India is very dominant at home. They may want to start right away with Broad and Anderson together, or keep them for the pink ball. And then how do they fit in Jeffra Archer? You can't keep Archer and Ben Stokes out since the Ashes, you know. So they also have uh, issues at, of sorts, interesting issues of how what kind of bowling attack they would like. Uh, you know, Chris Wood uh, played uh, against Sri Lanka, but he's not in this side. You have Chris Wokes, I think. Uh, so uh, they have to pick up whether they want to go in with three seamers. Uh, I think uh, because of Moenili coming in as an off spinner, they would play a left arm spinner in uh, Jack Leach. I don't think they will play Dominic Bess. Uh, but they have been, you know, practicing the sweep shot a lot. You know, they did that in Sri Lanka. Uh, they want to counter India with that. Joe Root has been very successful and he would continue to be the threat uh, to Indian uh, bowling attack. So it will be interesting to see. Yeah, the top three, uh, lack of experience. Uh, Burns comes in. He's a left-hander. He probably would open to counter the uh, movement initially. But yeah, we have Ishan Sharma coming back. He's been doing well against left-handers. So it's that's going to be interesting, you know, that after three, what happens and how long does one, two, and three last against the Indian attack? So yeah, but yeah, it's going to be revolve all around uh, uh, Joe Root. Yes, of course, and there's already the uh, the kind of uh, friendly banter already starting over who's yeah. going to score more in this series out of Joe Root and Virat Kohli, and uh, yeah. we will have to see. Yeah, and, and Virat would be definitely hungry. Uh, you know, Joe Root has got hundreds in Sri Lanka, and uh, including a double hundred. You had Kane Williamson get a double hundred. You have Steve Smith score 100 against India. So it's now Virat Kohli's turn for sure. It's his turn. It's his turn. Why not? Um, Neha, what do you think about the uh, the England squad here? I think uh, it the batting order doesn't look as settled as that of ours. As Naresh said that, you know, the, uh, the top three are pretty much new to it. Uh, who performed in Sri Lanka, if I just look at the last series, it was probably Joe Root's show altogether. He's probably scored, I was looking at the stat, more than 45% of the runs in that series has been scored by Joe uh, Root as well. Also, there have been talks that, you know, England have don't have their best playing 11 against India because of their rotation policy. We don't have Joss Butler uh, as, I think... Uh, Josh Butler is going after first match, but we don't have uh, Johnny Bairstow, we don't have Sam Curran and etc. because they're following the rotation policy and etc. So their batting order looks a little unsettled, a little unexperienced. Uh, bowling looks fine, but uh, whom to pick and whom to not will again be an issue for you. As you said, you can't keep Jofra Archer out. James Anderson and Stuart Board, you can't even actually have both of them uh, together in the squad as well. James Anderson has had a very well season in Sri Lanka. He picked up a five-wicket haul as well, if I'm not wrong, in one of the matches as well. So their batting looks a little unsettled. Uh, 
bowling is still fine i think in 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 terms of bowling it will be difficult whom to choose and whom to not but batting i think i can i don't see the settled names out there in the squad currently Mm, over over reliance possibly on Joe Root is what might be the case uh, during the series. Um, Dia, what do you think about the uh, the England squad and where the main threats are going to come from? Um, again, it has to be uh, Joe Root only. Uh, last time also he has got like uh, in all in all the four matches he had got like fifty plus scores in India, so he has a pretty good record against India, especially in Asia. If I talk like in overall, and again as we have been seeing, he just loves love to sweep and reverse sweep, switch it as well as we saw against uh, Sri Lanka. So I think the Indians, the spinners, must be you know thinking and making plans how to counter that. It's very important that we don't let that happen uh, against India. So that's very important how we are going to counter that. Uh, the way he he is batting against Sri Lanka was good, but again the attack is going to be different. So let's see how Root is going to play us this time. Although his record is quite good, and um, I feel that uh, Ben Stokes also hasn't got that great of a record in India as well. He hasn't we have we, he hasn't given any match winning performances. And on the other hand, everyone is talking about Moin Ali, but as an all rounder. But I'll talk about Moin Ali as the batsman because uh, he hardly got any five. He got one five for I guess last time in two thousand and sixteen. Not even like he maybe a four wicket haul. So he his performances were really bad as a bowler. As a batsman, of course, he got one forty nine in one forty seven in Chennai in Chepauk only. Uh, but again, it will be like it's it, like again. There are two uh, spinners, Jack Leach and uh, Dominic Best. They got fifers, and everyone was like, they're going to do well against India. But I think that's. Uh, we can't compare those performances. Of course, that was a Turner track as well. But I think they haven't haven't been that effective. Uh, and again, uh, we are in like we have got Indian batsmen and they know how to play spin well. Virat Kohli, Ajinkya Rahane, Chiteshwar Pujara, they all know how to uh, play spin. So I don't. Th- I think that they can be ineffective. And on the other hand, I think Jofra Archer is going to be a key bowler for them, and it will be really interesting to see how uh, they're going to you know rotate him because he's there for the T20Is for the ODI matches as well. Then he has to. Be there for the IPL and then the T20 World Cup, so it will be interesting how he's he uh, like his workload will be managed by the England team. But uh, I think more than Anderson, I think it's uh, you know Jofra Archer's pace because I think it will be you know the pace uh, will, will be a really big factor in India because I think if you're gonna bowl with a medium pace like what Anderson does, like the swing bowlers, of course, one thirty-five kilometer per hour is what they've got. So I think that can be ineffective, and that we have been seeing uh, like last time also Anderson didn't do that well against India in India. And Kohli was, you know, doing so well against him. Like he, like he didn't give away his wicket since 2016, in 18 as well, to Anderson. So that was very good to see. So uh, I think uh, Jofra Archer has to be there in the playing 11, according to me, just because of his extra pace. Harsha Bhogle was also talking about that extra pace being a factor that can, you know, make a difference because uh, then a factor of reverse swing also comes in that you know who can you know reverse the ball well because in India it's going to be the reverse swing that happens more than the swing, especially in Chepauk maybe. I have not played, but I guess. So yeah, that that's also a big factor, and I think uh, uh, Jofra Archer is that bowler who can do that job pretty well. So yeah, Jofra Archer has to be there, and I think their batting looks a bit weak, and all the onus will be on Joe Root, the batsman and the captain. So again, Stokes also hasn't got that great of a record, so it will be interesting how the entire batting is just dependent on Joe Root, and if we get him out, we can clear things out pretty well, and we can bat pretty well as well, and maybe win the series. 
I think that yes. England misses an opener uh, they had in the name of or form of Alistair Cook, somebody like an Alistair Cook who gives that uh, opening partnership to England. But he's unfortunately retired, mm-hmm. so yeah, something like that. And coming to Mohin Ali, I think Cheteshwar Pajara has handled Nathan pretty well in Australia. So I think he can e- easily manage the likes of Mohin Ali here as well, is what I feel. Yeah, and yes, you know, yeah. Ashish, you take the top two batsmen of the last uh, England tour of India. Uh, you had uh, Virat Kohli, Pujara, and uh, Murli Vijay of India. Murli Vijay is not in the side, and England had uh, Root, Moin Ali, and uh, Alistair Cook. And Alistair Cook is not in the side, so you still have the top two batsmen of the last series in this current squad. So uh, it will be very interesting to see how the formation would be. But uh, I'm sure Root would not keep Moin Ali out if he's fit. In fact, Mohan Ali is one of the top five run getters against India, England. I mean, surprisingly, he fits that list. Yeah, yeah India made some. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, India have made some uh, questionable cricketers look like heroes over the years, and uh, <laughs> you know, Mohan Ali was one of those people. Um, Naren, Naren, what do you make of uh, of this England squad? Yeah, I, I think the, the number one danger for India is Joe Root, uh, unquestionably, I think, uh, especially coming off the Sri Lankan series where he handled the spinners really well. I mean, Lassie Temboldenia, the way he was bowling, he was beating the outside edge, inside edge, beating them in the air. But so Joe Root had so much time. I was watching the game. He was batting in a different wicket compared to the rest of the batsmen. Uh, he had so much time. He was playing in the back foot and... It was super dangerous to go back for 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 the balls uh, that Lassie Temboldenia was bowling, but uh, he had all the time in the world to pick it or uh, nudge it here and there for a single. And before you uh, blink your eye, he was 30, not out. I mean, like what is happening here? Uh, no one realized he just scored 30 runs, and that's the way Joe Root operates. And uh, and uh, like uh, like someone pointed out uh, in the last Chennai Test when they lost after Karan Nair scored the 300. Uh, Moin Ali scored 146, and I think Joe Root scored 87 or 88 uh, odd. And uh, I, I, definitely, he has got some fond memories. And he's going to play his 100th test now in Chennai. I mean, that is a momentous occasion. Uh, there are probably about 40 odd people in the world who has done that. So, so that itself is an amazing achievement to have that long. And he's 30. I mean, barely 30. He's just done. So, and he's got 8,000 odd runs. So you can't take him lightly. And this England team, even though they have a very poor record, you can't take them lightly. They have a very good depth. And uh, I think Moin Ali is a danger man as well. His batting average in India is 42 plus, and he strikes at 50. Uh, strike rate is 50 when he's batting. And uh, same goes with Josh Butler. Josh Butler is averaging at 38 or 40 odd, and and same with Ben Stokes, 38. And all of them strike rate is around 50. So even Joe Root, Joe Root's average is exceptional, 53 in India, and uh, he has he played six matches, and, uh, and and that's an amazing uh, average to have in India, especially all the English batsmen that we have seen uh, who have struggled uh, in the 90s as well, barring one series which was in 2012 when. Uh, when Dia pointed out about Ashton's record uh, against England, uh, it was that one series where his strike rate was uh, 112 deliveries, I think. But he did correct that itself in the 2016 series. I mean, it come down to 50-odd. And uh, in fact, uh, yeah, 77 was his strike rate, I think, or 65. And his average was 30 in the in the second series. And he took a 12-wicket uh, haul in Chennai uh, for the match as well. Seven wickets in the first innings and five wickets in the second innings. So that was an amazing performance. I think that was his first test in Chepak as well. So he's got fond memories of the ground. And he will be... Uh, 
a real threat for them because he knows the condition like a back of his hand and uh, he has played his club cricket he has played his uh, school cricket sometimes as well uh, uh, in 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 chepak stadium so uh, it will it will be a, a massive threat for england to face afwin and uh, the openers are a bit scratchy uh, i don't believe uh, zach crawley will open i think it will be burns and uh, dom sibley who will be opening and uh, zach crawley will start in number 3 i think and uh, i don't have much confidence on the top 3 uh, like the rest of the uh, crowd here uh, i think burns is the, is the only player who has played in uh, subcontinent before this sri lanka series and he his average is 25 with the best of 59 against sri lanka in the last three tests that he played uh, when they won the series last time around uh, he didn't play this time because of the paternity leave that he got and dom sibley and zach crawley has uh, has a long way to go i mean they're still budding cricketers they have very good talent but uh, i don't know whether they can match the guy of ashwin or, or any other indian spinners to the father man i mean they might come off good but you never know uh, it doesn't uh, it's, it's not likely that they are going to come through that but the number 4 to number 7 is really strong i mean uh, joe root and uh, it's a very wanted middle order uh, joe root josh butler uh, ben stokes and uh, moin ali they will be a real threat for india i think and uh, when it comes to fast bowler i don't think uh, they are going to keep jofra archer out maybe because of the rotation policy they might play the first test and third test they might play him for the first and third test and uh, and then rest him for the remaining ones uh, same goes for jo- uh, jimmy anderson and stuart broad so I, I, they've got they've got uh, a like for like replacement a replacement for every single bowler to be honest i mean if jofra archer is not playing then mark woodfrook will come in i think he's he, he bowls 140 plus 150 Kilometers. I mean, he didn't get a lot of wickets in Sri Lanka, but he did unsettle the batsmen uh, with the, with a scorching uh, pace. Uh, they were a bit, uh, they were very uncomfortable against him. Uh, these are the bowlers who can take the wickets uh, pitch out of the equation uh, with the, with the pace. I mean, Dale Stein has had huge success by doing that uh, in the subcontinent track. So. Uh, so it it'll be a very interesting series i uh, like like neha pointed out i don't have much hope for the uh, for top order it's a very unsettled top order and uh, a lot of unknowns there but uh, the middle order is really good if they come through then they'll be a real uh, threat for the indian bowlers i think uh, again uh, the, sorry go yeah, sorry go ahead no no go ahead sorry no, I was saying, having said that, it's also uh, like a great opportunity for them to prove themselves on the subcontinent track. It might go other way also. We are just being too overconfident on it. By the look of it, it does look unsettled. But, you know, it's a great opportunity for them to prove themselves on the subcontinent tracks, which they couldn't in Sri Lanka. So they have another chance and they are budding yet. So let's see. Correct. And Zach Crowley has scored a 257 uh, in Test cricket. I mean, if he can score that much runs in a in a match in a Test match, it doesn't matter who the opposition is. I mean, if he can stay as long as he can that he has done in that game, he's got a talent. So so we cannot take them lightly. Uh, we have to have plans for every single person. And and uh, uh, Steve Shaw's again uh, will be the major threat for India. And that's how they won the 2012 as well. Uh, Kevin Peterson, uh, the the Mumbai innings that he played, I mean, yeah. unbelievable. And Jimmy Anderson, even though he didn't get a lot of wickets, I mean, I think he's got 26 wickets from 10 matches. And uh, the strike rate differences are about 16 balls more that he has to bowl in India to get a wicket compared to his uh, career average. But his economy rate is 2.8. So he will stifle the run rate, which will create pressure, pressure and then they'll try to go for release shots on the other end and 
and that's how they lost the wickets to Green Swan, uh, Graham, uh, Graham Swan, and uh, uh, Monty Panizar in the 2012 series. So Jimmy Anderson is always going to be a threat against India. So how we, uh, whether he gets the wickets or not, he's a wily old uh, a tiger who will come after you, uh, ball after ball, and uh, he'll be a mission. So uh, I, it'll be interesting to see how our batsmen play play him. To be honest. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you know, just one more thing. Yeah, go on there. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, there's one more batsman, Oli Pope. Like he he wasn't there in the for the he's not available for the first two test matches due to injury, but I think he'll be back by the third and the fourth test match. So he has been also a great prospect for the England team, and he can be a great boost if he'll be added to the squad. And on the other hand, Johnny Besto as well. Although he he was earlier missing out on the first two test matches, but now after being all those after being criticised a lot, he's back for the second test match. So he can also prove. to be a great boost to the team and oli pope will be playing for the first time in india and i think people you many players love to play against india and one or the other play one or the other player is always there who, who you know just takes us by surprise and you know who just gives us a match winning performance and i can see that happening i'm not saying that's going to happen but i i can see that happening from oli pope as well maybe a, a big prediction maybe but i think we i can see that match winning performance coming in from a player like oli pope although he hasn't got that great of a reputation as a match winner but uh, it it has always been the case with india that some or the other players out out of the blue they come in and they just perform and prove to be a match winner so i think we oli pope can also be a threat johnny besto will also be a, will be back so he can also be a threat to us not to forget them too and uh, dan lawrence as well so he is uh, he's touted to be a very good uh, player of spin uh, i think he comes from essex i think or yorkshire i'm not sure and i uh, should just to add to all this about englishmen and the spin you know off season they spend a lot of time in the uae or probably even in india purely on uh, spin bowling you know so it's it's they're coming up to par like how india has as we talk about the pitch conditions are improving for fast bowlers i think it's all on an even 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 plate uh, now uh, you know yes lack of experience but ability wise i think they have done well to play spin uh, against subcontinent teams Well, this is also what I'm wondering as like a counter strategy possibly from India and that, you know, we've heard these rumors about the first uh, pitch being like an, an, an English style seeming wicket. But, um, you know, I'm just wondering, is that going to benefit us more than it's going to benefit them? Because our fast bowlers now have become quite the fast bowling attack, almost stronger than our uh, spin bowlers, which has always traditionally been our strength. Yeah, and you know Ishan Sharma, Bumrah, and uh, if they play Siraj, I think that's a formidable attack. Though Shami is not there or Omesh is not there, so India would like to you know break as as we as we are saying that the first three of English batsmen are not with experience. It's not a stable opening pair, and that's where we would want our fast bowlers to strike early. You know, yes, we want to get Joe Root, Joe Root in early, and then look at how he would play our spin, or probably play Bumrah and Ishan together. So that could be part of a strategy. And and as I said, that we would also want to like to bat well. You see how Gill and Rohit Sharma bat. They want the ball to come on to the bat. Uh, the last test at Gawa, they were Gill was enjoying playing on the up. You know, we would want that kind of conditions even at home. And it's not only about the pitch. You need even the uh, other weather conditions to support your bowling. You know, and Chennai is going to be very hot and humid. So uh, you will see grass, but uh, it, batsmen would enjoy on it. Yeah, go ahead, Dia. Um, uh, as we are talking about the swinging conditions in India, I remember this test match that happened in 2017 against Sri Lanka. 
uh, the first test match that was there and we were preparing for the series against south africa uh, that uh, when we were supposed to go there in 2018 and that test match like a uh, player like lakmal was there and he was just breathing fire and uh, had it not been we had bundled out for like 170 or something because it was it was swinging so hard and none of our batsmen was able to play except for chiteshwar pujara i remember yeah so uh, of course eden gardens is different it was an overcast conditions that's not going to be the case in chennai but again if i don't like i don't see that a bowler can do well on a swinging track but can we have that confidence in a batsman that are they going to bat well uh, in swinging conditions because it, it's england it's not sri lanka because sri lanka were not able to bat in those conditions and eventually we we won the test match or maybe we were able to sorry we draw, we we drew that test match we didn't win it uh, yeah so i think that uh, the england batsmen they will fancy playing on a swinging track and we the bat our indian batsmen might not and uh, australian pitch- pitches were different because as naresh mentioned that the ball was coming on the bat and they were enjoying and but swing is something different where you know the ball will be moving will be going away from you so the conditions are going to be very different and i don't think our batsmen will fancy playing on such kind of a tracks and chennai i think that it being a turner track and with the weather conditions also being there i don't see that we we might get to see that much amount of swing over there because uh, it's not that kind of a pitch i feel and i i think that it's it's going to be a good batting track like we saw la- last time and it's famous for being a good uh, belt, like belter of a track maybe not a belter like of course it's a turner but a good batting track so i think that it, it it's better if we keep it that way rather than having a swinging conditions on a chip off pitch i think it's better to you know just leave a bit of grass but not that much amount that our batsmen might fail on that kind of a track that i would not want Mm-hmm. Yeah, Neha, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I know that there are rumors that they are curating the pitch as per the Englishman's style and whatever, and I have no evidence to support this. But I think it's going to be the still traditional Chipak pitch. How much ever we say, a bit of a bounce on first day, second, third day. I think a lots to do for the batsmen, and then eventually turn, as we are mentioned, the turner on the fourth and the fifth day is what I I I believe typically this is the pitch that is going to be, and it offers a lots to the batsmen to perform. So I'm hoping for some good scores on that pitch. Yes, indeed. Nothing but rumors here. Nothing but rumors. I I think there is a bit of recency bias here because Chennai pitch traditionally used to be fast and bouncy. Uh, last ten years, it hasn't okay, been the case. Yeah. Last ten years, it hasn't been the case. Last ten years, it has been like a dust bowl. And and I think when England scored four hundred odd runs, they thought they have done a really good job. And then India scored seven hundred on it. And uh, and the same goes when uh, Mahendra Singh Dhoni scored a double century against Australia. He was stepping out to start and hitting him for. and he's uh, <laughs> bowling at 140 kilometers per hour and uh, Virat Kohli scored a century in that in that uh, test as well uh, so it's it, it's only the recent past that uh, chennai wicket has changed uh, but uh, you uh, uh, yeah like like the rest of the crowd said i'm not i'm not too concerned about the amount of grass that they're going to leave i don't think it is going to see see more swing a lot in chennai uh, it may uh, on an occasion an odd ball might swing but uh, having said that i don't think any batsman in the world is comfortable against swinging uh, conditions i mean including the english batsman uh, even the series that we lost against england uh, last time back in england in for 4-1 i think that was the final uh, series result and uh, 
we draw more fall shots compared to the english bowlers but we didn't get the wicket so it doesn't mean that green conditions means it's going to be raining wickets i mean it depends on the luck as well uh, unfortunately we didn't get the wickets but we draw more fall shots and there were so many play and misses from misses from the english batsmen but we didn't get the wickets unfortunately and there's fine margins to be honest except for the lost test uh, so yeah it's uh, it's up in the air but I have I haven't got I mean I don't think it is going to seem or swing a lot uh, like a traditional English wicket to be honest. Also interestingly uh, though Chipak uh, if we talk about India England or England playing in India though Chipak has like the uh, room for the highest total which is 759 it also has uh, the lowest total as well which was 83 back then in the early days so <laughs> it can get really interesting. <laughs> It, it's oh, a real one. I mean, we had the tight test there too in 1986. Yeah, I mean, uh, wow. Yeah, I think 83 was then only, if I'm not wrong, back then. Correct, yeah. yeah. But Ashish, one thing is that no team, including India, would want to bat last. Yeah, no, definitely not. Not in general. Was it? Um, I think I think uh, Australia were cruising in the 2001 series, and uh, Harbhajan Singh ran through them. I think <laughs> it was a brilliant test. I, it, 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 no one, no, no one knows what happens on the Chennai's fifth day wicket. To be honest, and uh, yes, it'll be indeed, super hard yeah. for any team. All to play for, all to play for. And of course, uh, all to play for in this series for the World Test Championship final as well, which is going to make make this all the more of a uh, competitive series. So let's talk about our predictions here, our predictions. So uh, let's uh, let's continue with you, Naren. Um, Obviously, all, all India fans in our heads, we think we're playing at home. We're damn near unbeatable at home, as I don't want to sound arrogant, but, you know, the record speaks for itself at home. Um, you know, Michael Vaughan famously said that we're going to lose 4-0 in Australia. I don't want to do a Michael Vaughan and say we're going to win 4-0 here against England because obviously, as they showed in 2012, they are capable of upsetting us down there. Most definitely. But uh, having said that, coming off the Australia series that we just came off and we're getting our best players back now, really, we should be aiming for like a 3-4-0 thumping victory, shouldn't we? Um, I'll... That's that's the ideal situation, yes, but we can't take the English, this English team for lightly because they have the bowling attack to take 20 wickets in every single test match. So I, I'm not a stick, I'm a stickler for predictions. So sorry, I, you won't get any answer from me on that. Uh, I'm just going to keep it there. It's going to be an even contest, and uh, and uh, I I I think India will win the series. But I, I'm not going to uh, predict the predict the series outcome. I don't I don't want to be the Michael Vaughan, uh, and I'm I'm a little bit superstitious. So so when okay, it comes to uh, sports, so you, so, so you think uh, it's going to be you think it's probably going to be closer than a lot of people are thinking. It's going to be a, a lot closer than what uh, what every pundit is predicting. Okay. I, I'm happy if it is proven otherwise. Though. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Dia, your predictions for the series result? Uh, well, after that Australia series, my entire algorithm about this thing has changed that if you have your entire squad and strength, you're going to win the series with your home. No, but anything can happen. Any team can be good at their own day if they have got the players and if, if they've got the great determination that we talk about. So I'm not going to take the England team lightly, no matter how much weak their batting is. I think that Anyone, anyone can fire on any day. I mean, cricket uh, is like very unpredictable thing. So it's very difficult to predict. But I would say 2-3-0 for India. Fair enough. Fair enough. Neha, your prediction? 
Yeah, I think as you all are saying, we shouldn't be Australians and go with that ooze and overconfidence that you know we are the best probably now. We've had a great season and underestimate the opponents like they do. No, we are not like that. We should treat them evenly. Really, let's not underestimate the opponents. How much unsettled their opening order or whatever is. Anybody can fire at any moment. Uh, we won at Gaba, so anything can happen. I know that India are our best while they are in their home. but let's not take it too lightly and uh, prepare for every step ahead this can go other way around also and i think i am not sure in other countries but in india typically it is even if we win one match of course they truly deserve to be here but the media brings them here and one loss they're down there so you know let's be even let's not go too over the board also let's go with a calm mind and uh, leave it to them though i though i know and probably i hope that india will definitely win the series and we'll see india new, new zealand in the world test championship but let's take it step by step let's not be over confident about it yes indeed yeah naresh what's your prediction uh, i'll go with a 2-1 to india uh I think the pink ball test would be the biggest challenge. Uh, we would see the best of Anderson and Broad in the pink ball test. That's that's what I feel. Uh, so yeah, I'll still go with two one uh, for India. Uh, don't want it other way around because that's going to create a lot of havoc. Oh, tell me about <laughs> it. As I mentioned, Kohli personally would take it as a challenge on proving in this series, not only with the bat but also some good decision making on the field. Uh, but yeah uh, india definitely uh, goes in with the upper hand uh, being uh, playing at home so yeah yes, two one for me two one yeah. okay so, well so the common prediction all of us agrees that india is winning beat whatever number oh yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah. absolutely okay yeah. had, had we lost in australia would you still go with the same prediction yeah, yeah. yeah it's just stuff it's uh, let's be okay other other thing to look at is england has had the best win record away from home or rather in india any mm. any other touring uh, team england has a better record so we need to even keep, keep give some uh, importance to that that england do well in india it's not you know the end result like the 2016 tour was 4-0 but they had some good performances also you know alistair cook root himself mohan ali uh, uh, you know anderson and prod i think they played only three tests they didn't play all the five but they got the wickets you know so and uh, yeah. adil rashid was adil rashid was the best spinner but he's not in the squad <laughs> yes indeed. i think yeah. i think i'm absolutely Broad... going to miss elisto cook uh, in this series he was one of my favorites though he's not in the indian squad but i'm definitely going to miss uh, watching him play yes indeed right well with that everybody our time is up uh, on this uh, test series preview for uh, for india versus england back home back home for the india team Um my prediction I'm going for 4-0 why not I'll stick my neck out <laughs> on the line. Um and uh and the one thing I'm looking forward to more than uh, more than anything else is seeing what excuses James Anderson makes this time when Virat Kohli smashes him around the park in all four tests. So uh thank you very much for joining us everybody let us know your predictions at the Bharat Army on uh Twitter Facebook and all of our usual social medias and uh yeah let us know what you think about this series. And with that uh, we will see you all on the next podcast. Jay in. Yeah.